Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Ken Sterling. It's Thursday, October 22nd, 2020. We're brought to you, as always, by the great people at today's dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, best dentist that there is. That's why he's the only dentist I've gone to for the last 27 years. Give him a call. Do it today. Make an appointment. 317-849-2933. Today's one of those days. It's one of those days where we get to talk about something that's a little bit kind of a sidebar issue for the Colts, the Pacers, IU, Purdue, Butler, that kind of a thing. Because it's a bye week, we already learned that the Pacers have hired Nate Bjorkren as their head coach. And so let's talk about Jacob Eason because Eason's really important, I think, to the future of this team. Fourth-round draft pick out of Washington. Phillip Rivers, 38, going to be 39. Jacoby Brissett, I don't think it's going to be around after this season. The Colts, they got to make a decision about the quarterback position. This offseason, will the development of Jacob Eason kind of mitigate the need to re-sign Phillip Rivers to another big money deal? That's the question. So let's welcome to the show the great Jacob Eason, fourth round draft pick, like I said, out of Washington. Let's talk about development first, Jacob. Where are you in terms of your development, let's say compared to uh, draft day? When you're drafted out of Washington, you find out you're going to be a Colt. Where are you right now compared to that day? Uh, I, I, I'm, you know, very, very happy with where my development's going. You know, it's really, you know, Frank, Frank says 1% every day and, and, you know, win the day each day. And, and uh, you know, whether it's, whether it's in meetings and, you know, doing protections or going through game plan or, you know, seeing, you know, Nick, Nick Seriani, you know, teaching a concept and, you know, all these things I'm getting every day are just kind of adding up and, you know, I feel very confident in, in the game plan each week, but, you know, by, by Saturday, Sunday, you know, um, you know, like, I like, you know, I get to see where Philip, what, what Philip's thinking, what Jacoby's thinking, you know, the, the conversations back and forth between Frank, Nick, Philip, Jacoby, and Marcus really every day, you know, have, have, and then having me as an observant, you know, just kind of watching and, and analyzing what's going on has been huge. So I'm, I'm happy with where my development's at, you know, we got a long season ahead and I'm, and I'm going to continue to grow there. So, um, you know, at this stage, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with where I'm at going into bye week. 
With Philip Rivers getting the majority of the live reps in practice and Jacoby Brissett getting the majority of the scout team stuff, how do you make up for that loss of practice reps? Yeah, um, you know that's that's where I kind of stay stay after um, after practice and, and kind of similar to what I do on Sundays. You know, I, I I'll, we'll have the, the practice script for the day and I'll pick out some plays from there and Marcus will run through some things with me. We'll do that, and then even after that, I'll, I'll stay and do some do some footwork drills, some escape drills, and just kind of kind of go through you know what I think I need to work on. Maybe it's one or two things a day. I don't want to you know overdo it all on a Tuesday and then come back out so on a Wednesday. So. You know, wh- wherever I think I need to get, you know, get to get some more reps in, I'll I'll, I'll pull a couple of receivers aside and and work on that. And uh, you know, the the rest of it's just the mental reps from practice. You know, I, I got the I got my helmet on. I'll practice. I can hear the call. I can see the, you know, the the adjustments Phillips making at the line of scrimmage. And I'm standing back there with Jacoby, you know, while while Phillips while Phillips running it. And then you know, I'm even watching uh, Jacoby on the scout team, you know, seeing what he's doing, you know, pocket movement wise, where he's pointing the mic, this, this, and that. So a lot of it is, is mental during practice, but then after practice, I get my physical work in. Frank Reich talks about the quarterback room and how it's invaluable for you. It's a golden opportunity. What's it like in that room with Philip Rivers and Jacoby Brissett? It's, it's pretty, pretty surreal. You know, I, you know, I've mentioned it before, but just being in a room with, you know, with Philip Rivers and Jacoby Brissett, you know, two guys who have played a lot of football in the league and, you know, hearing, you know, hearing how they break down a third and two to three call or hearing how, you know, what their opinions are on a, on a first and on a first and second down play call. Um, you know, I don't, I don't say a whole ton. I, a lot of the time I'm sitting back there kind of taking notes and observing and taking it all in. Um, you know, I feel like that's, that's where I'm at in my first year, but, you know, I, I understand where they're going with things. I, I, you know, I like to figure out what, Hey, why do you like this versus that? Or, you know, those kind of things. So, you know, they do a great job of really communicating and breaking down, Hey, you know, this is why we like this. And this is why we don't like that. So a lot of that stuff is, is really, really cool for me to experience and see. And, and, uh, you know, I think, you know, the way, the way they approach those meetings is very professional and, you know, diligent. So, you know, a lot of those things I've, I've taken away and, and kind of grown from. You have a lot of throwing sessions with quarterback coach Marcus Brady, both after practice and then pregame. What are those sessions like and what do you get out of them? Uh, yeah, so those are basically my, every Sunday, home or away. We'll, you know, we'll go, we'll, we'll pick out some plays from the game plan and just kind of go through the drop, the progression, play action, um, you know, hit the hit the shots that we think, you know, might 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 happen in the game so um those are fun you know always getting out there and kind of go that's kind of like my game day kind of go through the mental check and and uh you know get a couple throws here and there if I miss one I can always get it back at the end so um I like Sundays a lot just kind of going out there and letting it rip on the field and kind of put on a little show for for an hour before the game thanks Jacob appreciate the time let's welcome to the show now quarterbacks coach Marcus Brady Marcus thanks for taking the time uh, appreciate your your wisdom in advance, the wisdom that you provide. What are you trying to instill in Jacob Eason during those pregame throwing sessions every game day? Um, it's just getting extra opportunities to take advantage of him being out there on the field and just um, the more and more reps that he can get, the more throws he can get, working footwork out there, movement in the pocket, um, and then just getting some of the throws that's kind of in the game plan. Obviously, we don't want to show too much out there, but I mean, just throwing routes because he's a lot of them are spot throws. Sometimes um, some of the tight ends, the receivers get out there, we run some routes. But it's just getting him, you know, on game day, on the field, um, thinking about the game plan, and then just, th- you know, th- going through those reps. 
Where is Jacob at right now compared to where he was the first time he walked in the building? Right, right. Uh, much far along, um, more so on the mental side. Um, Throwing-wise, he's been awesome. I mean, he can make every throw on the field. Um, he has such a big arm. Um, he's been accurate throwing. Um, even when we're throwing just, you know, routes with the receivers. Um, he came in the other day, uh, did some scout team reps, had two good, nice completions. Uh, and then as far as the mental part, he's just continuing to grow, both in just, you know, understanding the reads of pass game, you know, learning the protections, the calls, um, and then the run checks. So all of that, he's just growing each week. Um, you know, getting the understanding of the why, why are we doing this? Why we have to get out of this play? Um, so he's just, it's just a continuous process that he's going through. How much time do you spend with him overall and where do you spend it? Uh, more so on the field. Um, and then a little bit in between here, stay after a little bit um, when we do have time and some meetings, um, quick five minutes um, to answer some questions. Cause he doesn't want to disrupt the meeting when we're, you know, we're trying to game plan and get Philip ready for the game. He doesn't want to um, disrupt that. So after the meeting, he'll have some quick questions. Um, and then more so on the field, you know, whether it's in between periods and then also after practice, we stay after. Uh, I'll work with him for five, five or so minutes, um, whether it's answering questions, whether it's getting some routes and throws uh, out there. You've been around a lot of guys. Does he have the work ethic it takes to succeed? Oh, yes. No, definitely. Um, he's out there getting extra reps when he can. Um, he's one of the last ones to get off the field. So he's getting the throws, pulling some of the young receivers. Um, even if it's not because he obviously doesn't want to overwork those guys, but even just spot throws, you know, he's always just trying to get better. Um, even when I'm working with him pregame, um, you know, usually we have a it's kind of a set routine. Okay, two throws of this one, you know, each route throw twice. Um, but if that second one, if it's a bad throw, he's like, oh, I got to get I got to get it again. So, you know, he always wants to, you know, perfect that, which is good. How's Jacob as a student? Uh, he's been great. Um, he. He, like, I just spent some time with him today. He came in early, spent some time, watched the game. Uh, so we could just interact, just talk, uh, answer any questions that he had individually. But he's responded great. He's taking it all in, learning from both Philip and Jacoby, and then just in the quarterback room from, you know, myself, from Nick, from Frank. Um, he has it's a lot for him to take in. And then, you know, when I get him alone where, you know, he, he has questions and are bring to me and, you know, why are we reading it this way? You know, how can I eliminate this, you know, as part of his read? So he's taking it in well, and it's gradually just getting better. All right, let's talk about Phillip for a few minutes. After all, he is a starting quarterback. What is it that makes Phillip and the up-tempo kind of fit so well together? Um, I guess, I mean, the tempo of it, you know, you know, it kind of slows down the defense or not really slows them down, but it limits what they can do when we're going fast. Um and so now he knows exactly what he's seeing. He's getting the ball out quickly. Um, the biggest thing for him, he just he makes decisions so quick. Um, I think he's just another aspect, another weapon for us offensively when we're able to mix up that tempo um, and get up and down the field. I think we've been pretty doing, we've done well this year in two-minute situations, whether it's before the half or in the game. Um, he just executes in that situation. What do you think of Philip Rivers' pre-snap reads? Do they impress you? Has anything surprised you? Uh, well. You know, I've watched Philip for a long time, me growing up in San Diego. Um, so I've always followed the Chargers, you know, even before I came here. Um, so I've always saw his antics pre-snap, all the communication that goes along. Um, and then, you know, seeing it here through practice and games. Um, obviously, there's a lot going on. It's a lot heard if you listen to the TV copies. Uh, changing protection calls, checking plays, um, communicating with the receivers. There is a lot going on. And um, he's doing a great job with that. I mean, he gets a, gets us into the right place, you know, majority of the time, and uh, it, it helps us. I mean, it helps our success rate. 
you know, Rivers has so much experience. He's been a quarterback in the NFL. This is his 17th season. He's been a starter for the large majority of that period of time. Is there anything challenging or difficult about coaching a guy who's been around this long? It is a little different. Uh, with I mean, when he makes a mistake, he knows why he made the mistake. Whereas, you know, with a younger guy, you have, you know, you go through showing the picture of why you can't do this or that. When he comes off the field, he knows exactly what he did wrong and, and why he made, made the mistake. So he's just as upset as, you know, as we all are in offense. Um, and and that just comes with experience. He's seen so much. He knows what you can and can't um, get away with. Um, and he puts it behind him and just moves on to the next. That's what's great about him. How do you coach him through that? Oh, really, we just, you know, he comes to the sign. We just talk through the situation. We look at the, you know, the iPad, uh, the, the surface there, and then look at it, see what he saw, um, and then kind of let him kind of explain what he saw and why, why he did. And, and her tell you right there, it's like, shouldn't have done that. Or, um, you know, whether it's a positive player, tell you why he made this check or why he made this change. So um, just communicating just after play, just kind of rehashing through that, that series. Thanks, Marcus. Appreciate it. That's Marcus Brady, quarterback's coach for the Indianapolis Colts. No position in sports other than goalie, maybe in hockey and goalie in soccer, is more important to the success or failure of a franchise than quarterbacks in the NFL. Marcus Brady doing really good work with Philip Rivers, Jacoby Brissett, and Jacob Eason, and it's really interesting what's going on there. Philip Rivers could kind of be a jag about all this if he wanted to be. He could be. He would say, you know what, yeah, I'm 38, I'm going to be 39, but I like this job, I'd like to have it next year and beyond. I don't need this kid coming in behind me and pushing me out of a job that's paying me $25 million this year. But by all accounts, Philip has been generous with wisdom. Jacoby has been generous with wisdom. And so Jacob Eason is in a position to really benefit from that. And if he can find a way up here, to figure out how to be a starting quarterback in the NFL and in here, you know what you got? You got a guy you took in the fourth round who could be the successor and a guy who can elevate this franchise beyond where it is today. Because I'm telling you, as you watch Jacob Eason throw the football and do things on the field, your eyes immediately track to him. And you say, who? That's a quarterback. We'll see whether he can be a starting quarterback moving forward with the Indianapolis Colts coming up maybe next year, the year after that. At some point, either you hand the keys over to Jacob Eason or you got to go get another guy. People are talking about Sam Darnold. I don't think he's the answer, although how about this? I heard Michael Grady say this yesterday on the Dan Dockett show, that if the Colts can get Sam Darnold for like a fourth-round draft pick after fleecing the Jets so the Jets could move up, in the draft to take Sam Darnold, all of a sudden that becomes like the worst trade in the history of the NFL and another reason to pile on with the Jets. That's why we listen to Michael Grady talk to Dan Dockich every week. Uh, Tomorrow, it's a Friday. We're going to talk to the Orb. The Orb's going to have to get it straight and start giving you people winners again. He's had a couple of weeks that were a little bit rough. He was 3-4 and last weekend. The weekend before that, not quite that good. Indiana is a a six-and-a-half-point underdog at Memorial Stadium against the top 10 team. We'll break that down for you tomorrow morning. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. It's Breakfast with Kent. Bright and early, 8 o'clock straight up every morning on Facebook Live, and then immediately thereafter on Periscope and Twitter. It's a show so nice, we do it twice. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. 
Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.